Africa, home to the most unique people in the world. A place that connects us through our customs, traditions, and even belief itself. Join Mukundi Mudao in Tribal Pursuit, a series that ventures deep into Africa to discover the beautiful people that identify as Jewish. Join the conversation every Wednesday at 10 a.m. right here on 101.9 High FM. And you did just that. You joined the conversation right here on 101.9 High FM. I'm your dear friend Mukundi Mudao and this is Tribal Pursuit. Thank you for joining me on this beautiful Wednesday morning. It is Wednesday the 20th of September 2023 and the time is 6 minutes past 10. Welcome. Sit, sit back. Relax. Get your seatbelt. And your cup of coffee. I got my coffee in my Batman mug as per usual. And I hope we're going to have a great time today. So what are we doing? We're still talking about music. I don't know if you heard last week, but if you didn't, you can just go listen to the podcast on the High FM website. That's highfm.com. And as I always say, don't just listen to that. We have a lot of great shows here and I'm pretty, cer- I'm pretty certain you will enjoy each and every one of them. Take my word for it. Trust me. So we still talking music. Last week I gave you the history of music in the Jewish community and its relevance in Jewish community. Today, I wanted to explore the new music and its relevance, not just in the Jewish community, but in Israeli culture as a whole, because I'll be exploring a lot of Israeli music today. You know, I'm not talking about temple music or anything of sorts. I'm not even talking about Kletzmas. If you want to find out about that, once again, I did, a, I did a whole breakdown of that last week. You can simply find it. And I got great music for you from all across Africa because, you know, I'm very xenophobic that way. I only play African music here on Tribal Pursuit as you heard the drums as well. If you do have anything you want to say, be part of the conversation or you just want to say hi to your friend Mukundi, don't, don't stress. You can simply SMS me on 34519. You can telegram me 0618951019. You can even call the studio 0101403020 and let me know how you're doing. How was your week? I missed out on a lot and it rained last night. I don't know if you live in Joburg, but if you do, it rained in Joburg and it was very weird. Started off very windy and then around eight o'clock I heard thunder and I was like, ooh, thunder. This might be, this might be one of those nights and it turned out to be one of those nights. However, if you're in Pretoria, I heard your night was a lot more eventful. Tell me all about it. Oh my God. If you're in Pretoria, tell me all about it. How was the wind? Cause I heard the wind was out of control and crazy. You know? I heard cars were flying. Oh, shame. Poor Renault quids. Do you have a quid in your background? Please, in your backyard, please check. You might have a Renault quid, someone's Renault quid in your backyard. And if that's the case, please, please give it back. Or you can give it to your friend Mukundi. Either way, that works. <laughs> so yeah, we're going to have fun. We're going to have a lot of great conversations, a lot of great music. And I hope you take part in everything that we're doing. This is Tribal Pursuit with Mukundi Mudao, venturing deep into Africa to discover the who, how, and why of the beautiful people that identify as Jewish. 101.9 Chai FM, this is Tribal Pursuit and I'm your dear friend Mukundi Mudao, top of the morning. Time is 10.15 on this Wednesday the 20th of September. And remember last week I was saying that Wednesday the 13th just doesn't sound right. Wednesday the 20th is a lot better. It just rolls off the tongue a lot better. And yes, I'm hating on Wednesday the 13th simply because we're Friday the 13th, which is already such a cool date. But I'm not here to talk about dates. You know, I'm here to tell you about what's happening in Africa. Let us start with South Africa. Did you know that you have to take a two-minute shower? Mm-hmm. So says the government. So if you took a shower longer than two minutes today, you are 
basically going against the rules you are a rebel a madman and i hope you know that forever and ever but what am i talking about let me tell you as south africa advises two minute shower over water shortage water providers in johannesburg south africa have issued a pressing call for action to the city's residents and suburban communities to join hands in conserving water resources amidst an increasingly dire shortage the caution they caution that failure to act could lead to an imminent system collapse hmm where else have we heard that in South Africa, system collapse, failure, shutdown, grid. Huh. I'll let you decide. Rand Water and Johannesburg Water jointly announced on Sunday that excessive water consumption by residents has placed an unsustainable burden on the city's water infrastructure, resulting in critically low reservoir levels. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. So... Reservoir levels are low, water levels are low, and this has always been very something that's very confusing for me because I've learned and I've heard that we don't necessarily have a water shortage. What we have is an infrastructure problem. Yeah, big surprise, right? <laughs> so we have a problem with our water, with our water infrastructure. We get water from Lesotho, we get some of our water from from Limpopo, all that, and they saying that we have no we have no water the reservoir levels are running low but if you think about it really what they're saying is our infrastructure is struggling to keep up with the demand much like the electricity <sighs> okay Usa, Usa. Let's, let's, let's bring it back down. We're not here to talk about electricity today. We're here to talk about the water shortage that we have going on in South Africa is two minutes even enough for a shower quest quick question because I don't know Is it You let me know 34519 is the SMS line 0618951019 is the telegram line And you can even call me 0101403020 Is two minutes Enough For a shower Because I don't think it is And We shouldn't be going through this Okay Living in South Africa Is an extreme sport On its own We shouldn't be going through this We're going through A water crisis Electricity crisis Buildings are burning down Floods are happening In KZN And Man Never a dull moment There's never a dull moment when we're living in South Africa It's a movie as they say We don't even remember what shocked us two weeks ago Really, I don't, I don't remember what, happened, what was happening two weeks ago in South Africa Besides, you know, building fires Anyway, I'll let you decide Moving on to dictators Yep, that is what's happening Gabon is partially suspended from the Commonwealth after a coup What's happening with all these coups in Africa? I mean, I like it for the most part Because that means people are taking back their freedom People are taking control People are taking charge And people are... Literally taking matters into their own hands And the military is also helping to some degree But don't you think it's a bit much sometimes? Well, okay I, I, That sounds like somebody speaking from a position of privilege Let me say that again Don't you think it's concerning how many coups we're having in Africa? And that speaks more to the leadership of the you know, continent than the people themselves Because otherwise, who are you rebelling against? We've seen it happen in Zimbabwe We saw it happen in... Sudan, we're seeing it happen in Gabon, we've seen it happen in Mozambique, we've seen it happen in Ethiopia, we've seen it happen everywhere. I think it says more about the leaders, but let me tell you about Gabon first. Gabon has been partially suspended from the Commonwealth after military commanders carried out a coup ousting President Ali Bongo. The decision was made by Commonwealth Foreign Ministers meeting on the margins of the United Nations General Assembly. Leaders called on Gabon to uphold the values and principles of the Commonwealth. And they asked the country to hold credible elections as soon as possible. Why do they say that? Because Mr. Ali Bongo, as he's known, has been president for 14 years. What? 
14 years that's a that's a that's a high school kid man and you know who was president before him i'm glad you asked let me tell you his father mm, let that sink in his father was the president before him and you know <laughs> you know how long he was president 40 years they've monopolized they've, they've monopolized and monetized the whole presidency of gabon and that is why they have been suspended from from the commonwealth group will that work will it will it not work i do not know we've seen countries get hit with sanctions we've seen countries get hit with all sorts of laws and yet they're refusing to move we're seeing it with russia right now russia's russia's been sanctioned by everybody and their mother and they are still attacking ukraine still going in but i'm not here to talk about european problems i'm here to talk about african problems as i was saying earlier i think this speaks more about the leaders and leadership in africa because we've seen it everywhere we've seen revolutions we've seen coups we've seen people literally get upset over leadership even when somebody comes into leadership with the hope that they're gonna bring change in a better world you know they always somehow end up being the bad guy and that speaks more to just how power corrupts people and we can see it and greed just playing out in africa right all the African leaders want to be dictators for some reason. I don't know why. Even if you look here in South Africa with the ANC, as much as we have a democracy and we vote every five years and we try to keep to better the nation, what happens? The same people in power get their friends to sit in power and they just rotate the seat, right? That's what happens everywhere. It happened right next door in Zimbabwe. They literally traded one dictator for another. Remember when the coup happened in Zimbabwe? I would like to believe that was back in 2017. And everybody was so happy. They said, yeah, Mugabe's gone. We are going to live. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And then Emerson said, sit down. Hold my beer. Robert, hold my beer. I got this now. And that's exactly what they did. ZANU PF is still running rampant in Zimbabwe. And the economy is just going down, down. Down. Anyway, that is all I had for you with regards to my little rants. I am upset. I don't like this guy. Ali Bongo. Yeah, the, the president of Gabon. Ali Bongo. I don't like him. You can tell him as well. Tell him Mukundi doesn't like you <laughs> because he's a dictator. Why are, we, why are we supposed to like them? Why are we supposed to actually live and accept this? And I think it's really cool that this is happening. And I hope that the people of Gabon actually have a better future ahead of them and better days are coming. Anyway... Let me know what you thought about what I had to tell you today. 34519 is the SMS line. 0618951019 is the Telegram line. And you can also call me 0101403020. Now, a little, little later on, we're going to be talking about music. As I told you, last week we talked about music as a whole in, in Judaism, you know, from the history to where we are now. Today I wanted to focus more on, on just the current music that we have because it's such a broad discussion. And I'm going to bring in, I'm going to bring in elements from last week i'm gonna tell you just how the music differs i'm gonna play you a bunch of music so it's gonna be a great show we have not even gotten halfway through it and you are destined to have a lot of fun however let's start it out let's keep it here in south africa because the next couple of songs that i'm gonna play after this one are all are all hebrew music okay all hebrew songs ifm 101.9 megahertz of life Anybody that says there's no musical talent in South Africa is just not looking hard enough. That was Manana with Distance. You know this Distance. (laughs) 
101.9 Hi FM. This is this is Travel Pursuit, and I'm your dear friend Mukundi Mudao. Top of the morning. Time is 10:26, and I hope you're enjoying your Wednesday morning. It's a bit chilly today, isn't it? But I guess that's to blame for yesterday's rain. So 101.9 Hi FM. Travel Pursuit is the show. Mukundi Mudao. That's me. Let's get the show on the road. We're talking music and music. We're talking music and music in, in Judaism. So, what does that mean? Well, last week we, I told you the history and where music, well, quote unquote, started from, from the sermons and shuls and the, the temples and the musicians and how the cantor and the call and response. And we talked a lot about that. However, music, I want to discuss music in Israeli culture today. And it has always been significant. As with, as with most countries and most cultures, music has always been a big part of it. And if you look at the modern, the modern Israel, you can't speak about modern Israel without music. We have musicians visiting there all the time. Justin Bieber, ACDC, Maroon 5. The list is endless. Everybody seems to want to go perform in Israel, you know, and it's become its own thing to to a point where I think they should just have a festival every year and just get everybody to come perform in Israel, right? And even in the Jewish community, we have rabbis that are musicians. Did you know that? That's so cool. I I didn't I didn't know. I thought it was just in the Christian community where you would get a pastor singing some gospel music with a whole album. <laughs> you know, I thought that's that's where it ended. But no, we have rabbis also making music. Benny Friedman, for example, is a rabbi, and we we all know his songs. They're all very upbeat. They're all very, you know, beautiful, and they praise they praise in God most of the time. And same thing with artists like Mordecai Ben David. And it actually changes over time so what i learned what i realized is that the earlier musicians back in the day actually did not care much well not necessarily care much but israeli musicians back in the day when it started when when it really started becoming popular it wasn't very religious you know it wasn't a lot of religious music it was your generic pop musicians such as dana Dana international Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We all know her And musicians such as Ofra Hazai and Aviv Geffen They're all musicians that came up do- doing pop music, right? And they helped push Israeli music And they helped popularize it all across the world I'm talking the 80s and 90s I wasn't even born at least until 20, 30 years later And this is music that's been going on And it's still played till this day Still a classic I know... Excuse me. I've been living in the Jewish community long enough to know a few of these songs. You know, I got Jewish friends. <laughs> Some of my best friends are Jewish. Uh 101.9 High FM. This is Travel Pursuit and I'm your dear friend. So, Mukuni Mudao. So, let's talk about the history. Let's start with the 80s and 90s. Like I said, I'm going to give you musician I'm going to give you a list of musicians that you should know about and I'm going to give you a, b- a bit of their history just to understand where it started and where it's going. I said Dana International. If you do not know if you do not know Dana International, get out from the rock you're, you're living under. Everybody knows who that is. Israeli pop singer. She has 8 albums and she's achieved fame all throughout Europe. Now, the, her career started in the in the 80s and early 90s and she won the Eurovision competition. I actually wanted to talk about the Eurovision competition because I don't think you can talk about music in Israel and not bring it up. Why? 
Israel is a big part of it. I found out about Eurovision through Israel. I did not even know what Eurovision was. Yes, and I know you can blame my age to some degree, but really, we're not here to talk about that today. We're here to talk about Dana International. She gained widespread popularity throughout Europe and entered the Eurovision International Pop Contest again in 2011 with Ding Dong. Unfortunately, she did not win, but she did win with Diva, and that is a classic if you do not know it do not worry because we will play it a bit later we also had aviv giffen like i said he's also big time in israel imagine a multi-talented musician from israel achieving fame as a singer guitarist songwriter producer rock musician and keyboard player hey man is your is your resume long enough to put all that okay he rose to, to the to the peak of his fame in the 90s with grunge style and alternative music when it became very popular you see that that's what i'm talking about the music has changed over the years now i've learned to differentiate israeli music and put it into two different categories i have the folk category and then i just have the pop category that's it there's no in between in my opinion <laughs> it's either you're very folk and the folk music is very instrument based and you can hear it's just a bunch of guys chilling playing their songs playing their guitars playing their ouds playing their drums some of them blowing their shofars and doing their thing and those are musicians that we come to learn of such as your your Shuli Rands, your Joey Newcomb, your Abby Rottenberg, even musicians such as, you know, Avram Tal and Haim Israel as the group. They make music that's very instrument based and it's also very religious if you look at it. You know, the folk music I've come to learn is very is very religious religious in a way. They're all thank you Hashem, they're all praising God, they're all giving you something with regards to the Torah, as opposed to pop music which is just Let's have a good time. <laughs> but speaking of pop music, I'll explain everything else a bit later. I wanted to, I wanted to tell you about Dana International, Aviv Geffen, and all the other musicians that have paved the way for Israeli musicians of today. And we're still going to talk about South African musicians as well. Yes, we're going to get into that as well. So let's take a little break, get some music. This is 101.9 High FM. I'm, this is Trouble Pursuit and I'm your dear friend Mukundi Mundal. This is Tribal Pursuit with Mukundi Mudao, venturing deep into Africa to discover the who, how, and why of the beautiful people that identify as Jewish. Omira Dam, Moshe Lichtenstein, Reuven Garber, Choni G, Mordechai Ben David, Mordechai Shapiro. What do these musicians all have in common? They are all Israeli. Well. Some of them are South African, but they all sing in Hebrew, right? And they make music mostly for the Jewish community. And they have come a long way from Dana International, as you have just heard. So Israeli music has taken influence from everything and from everyone. Even in South Africa, we have musicians here in South Africa that have taken up the mantle of being our de facto leaders, <laughs> you know, when it comes to exporting music and Israeli, Hebrew music to be specific. You're Honi G, you're Ruben Gabe, Elysia Albach, and they're all different. That's what I love about it. When you hear music, it all comes in all sorts of, in, in different shapes and sizes. <laughs> I don't know what else to call it, right? As I was saying, we have the folk music and it's very, there's a lot of guitars and there's not much synth and not many computers involved. That's how I like to describe it. And it's very old school. You know, it makes you feel like you are back in the t temple days and they're singing right outside your window and you just feel like, thank you, Hashem. And that's how the, the way the music makes you feel. Even when you hear it, even when you dance to it, 
you can just get that feeling and especially if it's a religious one i found that the religious music t- tends to just bring out and stir emotions in you you listen to elokai oz a song that i have no business singing a song that i have no business knowing as well because it's a seven minute hebrew song but i love it and it speaks to my soul and that's what that's what i'm trying to explain the music speaks to you and it doesn't matter what it is, right? That's why I, was, I played a song earlier in Chivenda that I bet none of you, I bet you did not understand a single word. Unless you're Venda, then hey, congratulations to you. You are my one Venda friend along with me in studio. By the way, I have Craig with me in studio pressing all the buttons. Craig, you good? Yeah, he gave me a thumbs up. Not a man of many words. All he does is vibe to the music, press buttons while I sit here, look pretty, and talk to you. 101.9, Hi FM, this is Travel Pursuit, and I'm your dear friend, Mukundi Mudao. Top of the morning, time is 40 minutes past 10 or 10.40, and it's still Wednesday, the 20th of September, 2023. So, music evokes feelings, and that's what a lot of musicians have realized and they try to do that they even go as far as to take music from back in the days and they remake it as i'm gonna play you have a nagila in a few minutes you they take music from back in the days and they rework it and there's nothing new with that everybody does it they do it in every genre they do it in every country but i love how they do it in the jewish community because you take a song which is supposed to be religious or a song which is a celebration or a song for a certain time of year that you only play then and only use it for that occasion and you turn it into something you can play on a random wednesday because it's just so beautiful and it speaks to you excuse me and it and it speaks to your soul and it moves you much like like i said the havana gila everything else falls second right the music comes first and this is the last time we speak about music on the show by the way not the last time we play music <laughs> however we play music every week but this is the last time we speak about music as i said there's a i wanted to make this a two-part special last week i told you the history the instrumentation and where we have gotten today i'm telling you about about the israeli pop basically you know and we have a lot of musicians that do that and they even collaborate with international musicians and take influences from other songs and and, and other music last week i played you a rock song that was in hebrew you know we have like i said with nisim black we have nisim black who makes music that is really just Oh, sorry. I, just, I got distracted by a message from my friend Carol. She says, Morning. I really enjoy Jakob Shwegi. Can we have some of his music from Carol? I will see what we can do about that, Carol. Thank you for your message. And yes, I love Jakob Shwegi too. That actually brings me to another point about Jakob Shwegi. He's one of those musicians that I like to call hybrids. You know, he's a chameleon. Cause one minute he will give you those folk, those folk songs that we all love to hear. And we will get praising and we will have fun. Something you can play in your shul, right? And the next song, he can give you Mamin Benisim. It's still very religious. Mamin Benisim meaning believing in miracles. Ooh, look at me speaking Hebrew. Yes. That's, that's, that's a star for me. That's a Zahav star for me. Zahav means gold. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to show you. I'm trying to flex and be multilingual at the same time. But back to the original point. He can play you a song that you can play in show and then also play a song that you can play in the club. And he's a bit of a hybrid. And that's what some, most of these Israeli musicians do actually. Look at Omira Dam. Omira Dam will have a dance song and then he'll, and then he'll have a song with David Broza where they just going shalai lai. And then the next song he'll tell you, hey, no, and I like that I like the versatility I like how it opens up doors For other chances of collaboration I like I like how we can have one guy Rapping on a song 
in Nissim Black and then he gets Gadal Buzz to come do the chorus and then it's an entirely different song and also very religious I've not I've noticed about I've noticed that about Israeli music most of it is religious but even the ones that aren't for some reason they still find a way to tie it back to Judaism and you will still get that sense and it'll still move you on a different level and you'll still feel that this song is speaking to me in ways that other songs don't you know and if you've never experienced this then I don't know my friend you 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 might have a problem and we have to fix that <laughs> and music just does that to everybody and it does that so much so in fact that you don't even know what's happening sometimes cuz it's it's it 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 finds a way sorry I'm trying to find my words music finds a way to get in your community even though it's not supposed to be there what do you, what do I mean by that look at the south african jewish community right we have Moshe Lestenstein, we have Ruben Garber, we have Elysia Albach. Did you know Johnny Kleber was Jewish? I didn't. <laughs> and he's, we can actually classify him as a South African Jewish musician, right? Yes. And that is why we love Johnny, Johnny Kleber at High FM. And then things take a different turn. Which turn do they take? Did you know that the South African Jewish community loves Kurt Darren? Can't get enough of him. Yeah. That Kurt Darren. We love him. We love him here. And I was very, <laughs> I was very shook when I found out that the South African Jewish community loves Kurt Darren. And it has nothing, he has nothing to do with Judaism. He has nothing to do with your rabbi. And he's probably never been, never been, been to a bar mitzvah a day in his life. But he is loved. He is accepted in the community. And because of that, his music is now an integral part of the South African Jewish community. Yeah. You go to it, you go to a bar mitzvah and try not to hear Kurt Darren's song. I dare you. I dare you. It's one of those, uh, Kurt Darren, Omer Adam, those two, I can guarantee you, you will hear at any Jewish event you go to. You know, you will, go, you will be in Tel Aviv. Tel Aviv, Habibi, Tel Aviv. But I told you about musicians taking old music and also other songs and secular songs and, ter- and turning them into modern songs, giving them a, Nice twist and adding some instrumentation and, and twisting it into something that can play at any other day. This is Gad Buzz doing that with Hava Nagila. This is probably the last song I'm going to play you today. So do let me know what you think. 34519 is the SMS line. 0618951019 is the Telegram line. 0101403020 is how you call me. Take it away, Craig. This is Tribal Pursuit with Mukundi Mudao. Venturing deep into Africa to discover the who, how, and why of the beautiful people that identify as Jewish. 101.9 Hi FM, this is Tribal Pursuit and I'm your dear friend Mukundi Mudao. Top of the morning. Time is 10.51 on this Wednesday, the 20th of September, 2023. Havana Gila, Buzz. Did you hear what I was talking about? It's a song that every Jewish person knows, right? No matter which version you've heard, we all know the Havanagila. And I kind of hate that as well. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Now, I'm a black boy from Limpopo, born and raised. And I didn't even interact with Jewish people until I started working here at High FM. So all I know about Judaism is what I've learned in my time here. I, came, I, I was with a friend a couple months ago and we're watching a film. And a version of of Hava Nagila started playing. What did Mukundi do? Mukundi got up and started dancing and singing Hava Nagila Hava. My friend looked at me like, what are you doing? My man, what are you doing? What is wrong with you? I said, hey, <laughs> I am cultured. This is the Hava Nagila. If you do not know it, then uh, hold on to your mezuzah, my friend, because this will be a bit of a long run. Anyway, that's what I was talking about. They, we Musicians find a way to take 
elements from other songs and old songs and this is not just in the Jewish community we see it happening everywhere we see remakes of classics all the time we see even just classical music on its own we see musicians do remakes and re-record Beethoven, Mozart, Bach and even Tchaikovsky everyone it's just a whole umbrella of music that we are allowed to tap into and I love that and I love seeing the growth that it's taken in Israel as well from how back in the day it used to just be a few a few select musicians that could actually do their thing now we have a whole industry you open youtube and you search israeli music you could get lost in a rabbit hole i know because i do it at least three times a week <laughs> you could get lost in it you could find different musicians you could find something new you could even learn something new i learned about niggins and everything in between i thought the nahama niggin was just a song and just the name of the song then i found out that no like i said last week a niggin is a song where it's not even there's not even any words it's just lie 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 and i like that and you also learn about different musicians and their history i don't even know that israeli music was really popular in the 80s until i I was doing the research on this and that is something that i enjoyed i'm glad you enjoyed the show well i hope you enjoyed the show unfortunately that is all the time we have for today with my friend Carol's request, hey Craig, could you please get us Mamin Benesim by Jakob Shweki to sign out with? I'm not leaving you alone. I will leave you with that simply because my friend Carol asked me so nicely. Let's do this again in seven short days. And if you can't, then listen to the podcast. We got that on the High FM website. And once again, don't just listen to that. We have a lot of great shows here in High FM that I am certain you will enjoy. So do that. Get your computer. Do whatever you got to do. And then let's do this again in seven short days. We will be discussing something new, unfortunately. We have moved on from the music and we will not have any music happening. Well, we will not be talking about music next week. We will be talking about something completely different that we are yet to discuss. If you, if you didn't enjoy this show, then I don't know. Tune in again next week and I bet I can change your mind. From your friend Mukundi Mudao, I hope you enjoy the rest of your day.